we were last discussing the five things someone has to pay for when injuring another person. We first started with regular damages, and we proved that we're talking about money, and you don't have to actually do an eye for an eye. Then we talked about pain, and we're discussing whether pain is with a bruise or not. Our Mishnah seemed to say that one is liable for pain even if there's no bruise. And we want to say it was Ben Azai. We ended up proving that it could possibly also be to be. And with that, we're going to start Peher with all the four lines in by the two dots where it says, Omdin Kama Adam When it comes to pain, we assess how much would a person want to take for this to happen to him. And the Gemara starts by asking, Pain, when there's a damage, how do we assess it? So, Amar Abu Shmuel, Omdin Kama Adam The father of Shmuel said, We assess how much would someone want to get paid to have his arm chopped off. The Gemara has a question. When cutting someone's arm, it's not one thing, not just pain. You have to pay him for the five things. You got to pay for the damage, for the for the medical expenses, for the work, etc. Number two, are we dealing with uh, someone who's an imbecile, who's uh, okay with cutting off his arm for, for a price? Ella, the Gemara explains. Ella, Rather, to cut off an arm that's already dried up and useless. The Gemara says again, But when it comes to that type of arm, okay, it's not just the damage, but there's also embarrassment over here. It's embarrassing that people are going to say, oh, his arm was uh, cut off and thrown to the dogs. So a person would rather with an arm that's not in use than no arm at all. Ela umdin kama adam rotseli tolikto aloyadoha muhtavle mahut ben sam lesaif. Rather, we assess if a person is supposed to have his arm cut off by the government, would he rather it done by a sword or with uh, or with some sort of medicine, a powder to take it off? The sword is obviously more painful. How much would you rather have it done with the sword? And the Gemara again has a question. A person is not going to take anything and have to go through that pain. Again, Rather, we're talking about a situation where someone's arm is supposed to get cut off by the government as a punishment for something, and he, and he would rather have it done, obviously, with a powder or a medicine. So the Gemara says, highly tall, liten me by the over here. It's not what a person would want to get paid; it's what a person would give to have it done in a less painful way. So Amar Avuna Bered Rav Yoshua, litol mize mize mashenatan ze. Again, we're talking about the same idea. How much would the person who has been damaged to, uh, take from the person who damaged to pay the government not uh, chop off his arm in that way, not not doing a painful way? Next, we learned in the Mishnah Aripui, medical expenses. 
If someone damaged a person, he has to heal him, and no matter how much infections and things that came out as a result of the of the wound, you have to pay for it. If because of the wound or the damage or the bruise, infections and growths and things like that that came out because of the bruise, and the wound started all over again, reopened, you have to pay for it. Again, you have to pay him for his unemployment expenses also. The guy couldn't work because of all this. But if they came out not as a result of the wound, you don't have to pay for the medical expenses or for unemployment. Rabiuda explains, even if these growths come out due to the actual wound, you have to pay for the medical expenses, but you don't have to pay for unemployment. They're the same thing. Unemployment and, and medical expenses, same thing. If you have to pay for his unemployment, you have to pay for the medical expenses. And if you don't have to pay for the unemployment, you also don't have to pay for the medical expenses. So what Hachamim are trying to say over here is, if you're not having in the unemployment, then you're not high enough to pay for medical expenses. So these are the three she taught. You have the first set of hachamim. They hold if anything comes out as a result, you're responsible for unemployment and medical expenses. There's a view that says that medical expenses have nothing to do with unemployment. And you have the later hachamim who hold you're not high enough medical expenses if there's no unemployment. So what's the base of their mahlokit? So I found the rabbis who were in the Bet Midrash of Rav and they were saying The problem over here is as follows. This, um, this wound needs air but it's cold outside and this person wants to uh, wrap it up so he could warm himself but because he he wrapped himself up because of the cold uh, all of a sudden these growths uh, start to appear and the mahlokut between the tanaim is does he have permission to uh, wrap himself up because of the cold or not Rabbanan Savre, the original Hachamim say, Listen, the guy has permission to wrap himself up. The guy's freezing. He has a right to take care of himself. And whatever happens as a result, the damager is responsible. You're not supposed to wrap it. However, the only reason you're hayav is because because the Torah says in regards to healing, you have to heal him twice, meaning even if if the person wrapped himself up, you're still responsible. However, but doesn't say unemployment twice, therefore you don't have to pay for it. It's his fault, he can't go back to work. And then I told them to the rabbis in the Beit Midrash, what you said was reviewed as reason. Well, listen, if you're not supposed to wrap yourself up, then you're not. Then he shouldn't have to pay for the healing either. You're the one causing the problem. Ella Rabbi explains the Chule Alma both Hachamim Biudam Makanitnaleeged. You're allowed to wrap it up, but not overdoing the wrapping. Rabbi Yudah Savar Kevan Delonit Nale Egeditera, Rabbi Yudah held, since you're not allowed to overdo the wrapping, Ripuid Tana Bekera Mehyav. 
Okay, then the healing, the only reason we're making the, the damage repay is because the Torah said it twice. However, Shevet unemployment, the Lotana Bekra, the Pasuk didn't repeat it twice. So you don't have to pay for it. The Rabbanan Sabran, the original rabbi held, since the Torah doubled down with Ripui, you have to pay for the for the healing. Well, you also have to pay for unemployment. They eat cash because it was compared to the medical expenses. He held that unemployment you don't have to pay the ma'atera hamana because it says rak. When it says rak shiftoyiten, it's coming to exclude something. It's coming to exclude this type of case where he overdid the bandaging. Now verabanan rak Rak is coming to explain that he does not have to pay for the unemployment expenses when growths grew not as a result of the original wound. Okay, what about the second rabbis in that Braita who explained that if you're Hayav in unemployment, you're Hayav in medical expenses, and if you're not Hayav, in, if you're not hayav to pay uh, unemployment, you don't have to pay medical expenses. Then why does it say why does it double down by medical expenses? So they'll tell you, they needed like what Rabbi Shmael said. The Tanya Rabbi Rabbi Shmael Omer verapoyer ape mekan shenitan reshut arofel verapot. From here we see that the doctor has a permission from from heaven to to heal people. Meaning, technically, we can explain Hashem wanted him punished. You know that you know that touch him, you cannot heal him. It's a punishment from heaven. Now, you have permission to heal. And Tanura Banan Minain Shi'im Alubot Semahim Hamata Makabin Salam Makash Hayav Lerapoto Behayav Liten Shifto. How do we know that if a person's wound, also the growths came as a result of the wound and then the whole wound reopened that you have to pay again and again and you also have to pay for his unemployment? Talmud Lomar You have to pay for his unemployment and heal him. By the way, you're not supposed to be going to see a rock. And that and that and the rest of the sugya makes sense. Maybe if uh, growths and infections happen not as a result of the wound, maybe I should also be hayab. That's why Tamud Lomar Rak come tell me that if it has nothing to do with the original wound, then I don't have to pay for it. Even if growths and infections happened as a result of the original wound, you're exempt from paying. It says the word Iraq. Now, and some say, some say when Rabbi said, your patur, he means patur completely. Even if, if growths happened as a result of the wound, even you don't have to pay not for the unemployment and not for the medical expenses. Why? He holds like the second hachamim in the Braita. Now, some say what Rabbi Yossi Bar Yudha meant was Some say he held like his father Rabbi Yehuda that if that if the these growths happened as a result of the uh, of the, uh, the original wound, he's exempt from paying the unemployment, but he still has to pay for the medical expenses like his father.
Next, the Gemara goes back into the Brayta. Amar Mor, we learned in the Brayta, Yechol, Afilu Shelo Mehamata Maka, maybe even if these uh, infections and growths happen not as a result of the original, maybe he's Hayav, Tamud Lomar, Rak, that's why it says the word Rak. So the Gemara asks, Shelo Mehamata Maka, Ba'ekera, if these growths that came, nothing to do with the wound, you really need a Pasuk to say he's exempt from pain, why would I think he has to pay? So the Gemara explains, what does that mean, nothing to do with the wound? It doesn't mean they have no connection whatsoever to the original wound. Rather, they got there because a person didn't listen to the doctor. If the person who's been damaged went against the doctor, and he ate honey, or any type of sweets, all these sweets are bad for the for a wound. And his wound got garagutni. Maybe the one who damaged him has to pay for that. That's why it says Iraq that he doesn't have to pay for this garagutni. And the Gemara asks, my garagutni, what's this garagutni? So Amar Abaye nata kerichta. Necrosis, it's where uh, dead skin and lack of blood flow come to a certain place and it's like an infection. So my asute, how do we heal necrosis? So you have to put on it a hala, which is like an ice plant, vekira, wax, vekalba, wine dregs, that's pieces of uh, the wine that comes out of the barrel. So to summarize, if growths happen because of the wound, then according to everyone, the, the damager is responsible for unemployment and healing. But if it happened because the, the one who's been damaged wrapped it too much, according to original Hachamim, he has to pay for uh, healing and unemployment. According to Rabbi Uda, he only has to pay for the healing, not the unemployment. According to Hachamim, at the end, you, you don't have to pay for anything. Now, if they happen, nothing having nothing having to do with the wound, if it really has nothing to do with the wound, then, he's, then the damager is patur. But if it's because the, the one who's been damaged didn't listen to the doctor, so we had to learn it from a pasuk that he's patur. Now, if the, the damager says, I'll be the doctor, I'm a known doctor, the one who's been damaged can say, you're like a, a praying lion on me. I don't trust you. The Rosh explains that the person has to like the doctor. If this person hurt him, he doesn't like him, he, he'll never accept his uh, advice. Now, I'll bring a doctor. He'll do it for free. He'll do me a favor. The one's been damaged is going to say, If a doctor does it for free, then he's worth exactly what he's getting paid, meaning he's worth nothing. Meaning when the doctor is not expecting any payment, then he's not going to do as good of a job. I'll bring you a doctor from far away. Maybe he'll give a cheaper price. You can always tell him the doctor who's far away, his eye is blind. Meaning he won't, uh, he won't care to hurt the, the patient or he doesn't care to trick people because he's just going far away and no one's going to see him again. Now, if the person who's been damaged says to the damager, you know, give me the money, I'll take care of myself. The damager could say, 
Pashad ben Avshach, Vishakalt Minatefei. Okay, you're going to be negligent. You're not going to get the right advice. And uh, it's going to cost me much more. Vi'i amar le'kotzli mikatz. And if uh, the, the, the one who's been damaged says, okay, give me a set price. I'll take that and that, and that will be the end of it. Amar the damager can say, kol sheken de'pashad ben Avshach ve'karudi shor hamazik. All the more so. You're going to, to be negligent. And people are going to say, this is what I did to you. I made your life hard. I did this to you and I did this to you. People are going to talk bad about me so i don't trust you so what do you do the halacha the rambam says you give the money to betin and betin allocates it the way it's supposed to be allocated you have to pay all these four things even when there's damage meaning when there when there's damage you pay for the medical expenses uh, unemployment the embarrassment and the pain. How do we know this? Because the Pasuk says, that extra piece over there in the middle where it talks about the wounds. The Pasuk said, which is burn for a burn. And the last piece said, habura, a bruise for a bruise. So in, and in the middle it said, what do you need that for? You have to pay for the pain where there's damage. But the says, yeah, but the me buy le rabota. You need that uh, to add shogeg kemizid ve ones keratzon. That if someone by mistake hurts someone, it's as if he did it on purpose. And if he was forced uh, to, to hurt someone, it's as if he wanted to. Meaning we were doresh that pasuk to explain that you're responsible no matter how you damage the person. So the Gemara explains, in ken nichtov kera petza bepatza. You should just say like that. My petza tahat patza. Why do you need the lecture tahat? Mommy, not to come and teach me two things. Number one, no matter how you did it, whether it was on purpose or not, you're hayav, and also you're responsible for for uh, the pain even when you damaged. Rav Papa Amar, he'll tell you how do we know that you have to pay the other four even when there's damage. Amar kera double You have to pay for the healing even in the place where you're already paying for damage. But like Mar says, yeah, but Hami Bayadh, Tana de Berishmael, but we need that Pasuk like Rabbi Ishmael said, Tana de Berishmael, from the word Virapoyerape, we we see that there's permission for the doctor to heal. So then I already need a pasuk for a different rasha. So he'll tell you, Let the doctor heal. The fact that it says, It's coming to tell me, That you have to pay for the medical expenses where there's damage. But I thought we need, Like we said before, We need the doubling down on healing. Meaning for the case that the growths happened because of the extra bandaging. The Gemara explains, Why does it switch the language? It's coming to teach me that it's coming to add one more thing that you have to pay for medical expenses even when you're already paying for damages. So now the Gemara has another question. From the fact that we're saying that all these four things, you have to pay wherever there's damage, it sounds like there are situations where you pay for them when there's no damage. So how would you have to pay for these things when there's no damage? So the Gemara explains, Tsar pain, Kintanet, Tsar, Keva, Obishi, Pudo, Masmeva, Filo, Atsipor, no, Makomshe, no, Se, Habura. 
pain is like we learned in the Mishnah. If he burnt them with a skewer or with a nail, even on even on his nails, a place where it doesn't cause a bruise. So you still have to pay for the pain. Ripui medical expenses. The Hava If he had a pain in his flesh because of the, the wound and he got healed. And he brought him a medicine that he put on the uh, on the area, and it became white like tzarat. Now you have to pay f- uh, for another medicine in order to bring back the color to be a normal color of skin. Shebet unemployment ubatle. If a person locked his friend in a room and he couldn't go to work, so you have to pay him for the lost wages. Bullshit embarrassment. If someone spat in someone's face, you have to pay him for the embarrassment even though there's no damage. Next, Shevet. We learned in the Mishnah, unemployment. We look at him as if he's a cucumber watchman. We have a bright Shevet. Unemployment, we look at him as if he's a cucumber watchman, meaning uh, uh, he's doing a cheap job and now he can't work doing his cheap job. Now, if you're going to say, look, this entire justice system over here has been compromised because when he's healthy, he doesn't get paid like a cucumber watchman. He's getting paid as the person who's able to get water out of the well and give water to the entire field, meaning he gets paid a lot more. Or he could go be a shaliyah to do different types of jobs and he could get more money. Meaning, why are we setting his standard as a cucumber watchman? So the Breta explains, No, the justice over here has not been compromised. Remember, over here he already paid him for his arm, he already paid him for his foot. That's part of the payment for the arm and foot, and now he's paying him for what he can or cannot do now. And by the way, Tosfot famously says that all this is in regards to a person with no specific employment. But if a person has a specific job, it all depends, can he go back to his original job or not? And back to Gemara, Marava, Katayat if a person cut his friend's arm, Noten lo demeado, you have to pay him for the arm, Veshevet, Ro'ino toke iluhu shomer kishunin. In regards to that employment, we look at him as if he's a cucumber watchman. He doesn't really need an arm. He just needs to be able to walk around and uh, you know when he's not feeling well okay you have to pay him for that uh, for that not coming to work but if he's feeling well he could walk around the field if you broke someone's leg you have to pay him for the foot and in regards to unemployment we look at him as if he's a security guard by the door he just has to stand there and make sure no bad people come in if you blinded him you have to pay him for the eye and in regards to unemployment we look at him as if he's a person who's sitting there grinding by the mill. You don't need eyes for that. Just uh, the same motion again and again. So you pay him best on that. If you made a person deaf, you have to pay him for everything. Meaning, 
no one's going to hire him to do a job because he's now considered uh, incompetent according to the Torah. So now, has a question. Let's say he cut off his friend's arm and, and Betin didn't assess him. Or he broke his friend's leg and, he, and Betin didn't assess him. Or he blinded his friend didn't, and they didn't assess him yet. And then they made him a deaf mute. Meaning, first he partially disabled him, then he fully disabled him. What's the halacha? Did we say that since Betty never assessed him? Okay, one assessment at the end is enough. Then you pay him for everything all at once. Or maybe for each hit separately, we assess, and you have to pay him for each one separately. And would be the practical difference would be the ba'ilim. You have to pay him for the pain and embarrassment for each one. Meaning, the other three, damage, medical expenses, and uh, unemployment, for each one separately, for each hit separately, you don't give him why. Because once you're paying him for his entire worth right now, we're understanding as if you killed him and you're paying for his entire body. Okay, so I get that. However, but for the the pain, suffering, and the embarrassment for each one, he should give the because he had two separate uh, uh, pain and suffering and, and, and embarrassment. If you want to say and if you want to say, look, since he never went to Beitin, then they're going to assess him for everything all at once. Let's say they did assess him and they said, okay, on, uh, on the first of Tishri, you owed this much. And then it happened again. What's the halacha? Uh, three days later, what's the halacha? Do we say, once they already went to court and they finished the case, now when it happens again, it's two separate things and he has to pay for each one separately. Or do we say since he didn't pay yet, then he still has to pay for everything at once? Tiku and the Gemara doesn't know how to look at it, and we don't have an answer. Now, Bayer Abaraba has a question. Unemployment that now makes him worth less. Mao, what's the halacha? So the Gemara doesn't understand. What are you talking about? So, a person got hit in the arm. His arm shriveled up and weakened. He can't work as well as he used to. But if you give it some time, it's going to go back to what it was. My, what's the halacha? Do we say since at some point it's going to go back to its original strength? He's not going to have to pay him anything. Meaning you don't have to pay for what his worth was lessened. Or Dilma, or maybe Hashtami Hati or right now he's worth less, and maybe you have to pay him for what he was lessened right now. So the Gemara brings a Mishnah that's coming up, Tashema. Someone hurt his parents, but he didn't make a wound, so he's not Hayav Mitah. If a person hurt his friend on Yom Kippur, made a wound on Yom Kippur, you're not Hayav Mitah Betin for wounding someone, but Shabbat you would be. So now, Hayav Bekulan, he's responsible to pay for all five payments. Well, the Gemara has a question. If he didn't make a wound, how's that possible? 
Aren't we talking about a situation where he hit him on his arm, it weakened, but it's going to get back to what it was, and and still it says you have to pay for everything? And the Gemara says, no, it could be we're dealing with something else. What's a damage without a wound? He, he made his father deaf. But the Gemara asks, how could you call that Vila Sabu Habura? How do you say that's not called wounding him? Didn't Rabba say that if someone makes his father deaf, he gets killed? That is considered a wound. Because it's impossible to make someone deaf without wounding him. It's probably a drop of blood that fell in his ear, and that's how he became deaf. So again, we're still not clear on what type of damage where you didn't make a damage and you're still responsible to pay for the five things. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.